2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
1: Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey,
3: everybody, welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com.
4: My name is Ben Bolin. I hang out with Scott and I write some videos here. Scott. Yes. Today we're going to talk about a luxury vehicle. Fantastic, luxury—just a luxury or a luxury exotic vehicle? Because uh,
3: they kind of—it's uh, funny how they've lumped those into one category now, isn't it? Yeah, that is a
4: luxotic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it, and that's something you just didn't see in the past. I don't think. No, I think you're right. I think it's a relatively recent development. If you look over the whole span mm-hmm. of luxury vehicles, yeah. historically, yeah, I think so. But what we are talking about now—this is going to sound so shallow. Scott, when I was but a wee tyke, I loved the vehicles we're talking about, which are? Ferraris. I loved Ferraris almost entirely because I was I was one of those kids who had the poster in his room mm-hmm. of the red Ferrari. Well, good for you. And I painted my room red to match it. <laughs> Did you really? It looked like a nosebleed in there, <laughs> man. And uh, I loved it because... You know, I was a kid. I didn't even think I was ever going to grow up enough to drive. Any and face painting? No face painting. Oh, good. No, never never took it there. Mm-hmm. But I just loved the name, and mm-hmm. I didn't know it was someone's last name. I thought <laughs> there was just literally a group of people who sat around a table and made up car names. Mm-hmm. But, um as we, as we find out, as we're going to look at in this podcast, a lot of people across the world never lost that fascination with Ferrari. Mm-hmm. I eventually did because I am so very cheap. I just realistically, I can't see myself in so one. You've, you've,
3: you've come to the realization that it's probably not going to happen. Is that right? Yeah, I've, I've dealt with that. You know? is, it, is it that uh, you, well, you haven't given up? Because you never give up wanting, no. wanting more, right? No. But um, have you just maybe decided that even if you did have the money, you, you might not make that purchase?
4: Yeah, one day at a time, man. I could buy an awesome boat for that much <laughs> money. You, I, know? you know
3: what? I'll, I'll be honest about, with you about this. I've been... Looking at – remember I, I mentioned project cars not yes. long ago? Yes, yep. I, I've been looking around, and not that this is anywhere in my range, of course, okay? But But okay. um, when you think about the Ferrari, like, uh, you know, the 308 GTS that uh, Magnum PI had. If you, yeah. If everybody can kind of picture that in their mind, right? Mm-hmm. You can find one of those in rough condition right now for around $20,000. Really? 20000 Yeah. And if you want to go, you know, of course, the better condition, the better, you know, the higher the price. Yeah. But you can also find, like – Right around this area, I found a, uh, a nineteen or I'm sorry, a 2004 uh, Ferrari F355, forty four thousand dollars. That's yeah.
4: bargain basement. And
3: it's not a damaged car. It's not a salvage car. It's not. Uh, there's nothing wrong with it. They, they, you know, I don't know what the story is. How they got it so low? If it was, you know, a, a bank owned car or what? But um, they're just trying to unload it quick. And it's forty five thousand dollars. Forty four thousand.
4: So, sounds like one of those urban legends, my no, friend. No, it's
3: it's not. And you know, honestly. I mean, to be realistic about it, it's worth probably fifty, maybe fifty-four thousand, something mm-hmm. like that.
4: Is that with no work? That's it, as is.
3: That's as is, but it's it's beautiful. Yeah, I, I've seen the car; it's perfect. Um, there's, you know, back tires are you know a little bit uh, low on tread, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> from the previous owner. But um, really, other than that, the car is the car is perfect, and it would be a quick ten thousand dollars that you could make on a on a car flip if you wanted to. Ah. But. Um, you know, you'd have to front the money, but what I'm saying is that it's within the the realm of reason. It's it's possible that you know someone could spend fifty thousand dollars on a on a on a Ferrari instead sure. of getting you know the the uh, I guess the option would be like maybe at that level a Corvette or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, your choice. I mean, it's it's again, it's a six-year-old car now at this point, almost seven.
4: Well, I'm still, even though I've dealt with the the idea of not being a Ferrari owner. Mm-hmm. Which is one day at a time for me. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, that's how I do it. Yeah. Uh I'm still fascinated with these vehicles because they get to a certain point in in just the, the beauty of the design where it's almost like art. Mm-hmm. Really, really fast, really sexy art that's good at cornering. <laughs> very, very good. I was kidding about that good yeah. at cornering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh but one thing that um we talked about off air last week or so was this fascinating uh, article that our one of your guys actually
3: yeah one of the freelance writers that Mm -hmm. i uh i manage here has uh has written an article about uh, how long it takes to build a ferrari and we figured this would be a good uh good topic for us to tackle today so i mean should we just give them the number just tell them how how long it takes you want to hold it out? What do you think? I think we just tell them because there's, yeah, we, there's we a lot just more to that to this than that because we're going to be talking about uh, world car production numbers, mm-hmm. Ferrari numbers in specific, uh, a lot of information. So yeah. you want me to just hit them with the number? Lay it on me. All right, we're talking about the latest, uh, well, latest Ferrari? I was going to say latest and greatest, but that's up to debate. So. Oh yeah, don't don't <laughs> we we didn't say greatest. So we're talking about the uh, the Ferrari California here, okay, mm-hmm. and not the first Ferrari California because this uh, in the fifties and sixties. Ferrari made another California model um and then it went away for several decades and now the names come back again. And it's it's different. It's a different car. Yeah,
4: don't call it a comeback.
3: No, we'll tell you we'll tell you why it's different in mm-hmm. a little while. Um it takes approximately uh three weeks to build a Ferrari California from end to end, from start to finish. And uh that's not all at one place. That mm-hmm. happens in two different buildings. There's a um there's an engine shop. Um, and that's where you know one of the things that this article points out is that, you know, for well since the beginning they've had this mystique of having uh, in fact the, the art writer says mystique of, of being hand built sure uh, or handcrafted is how the person who mm-hmm. handcrafted workmanship um, and although most of this car is assembled by hand some of it is now being assembled by robots some have uh, there's some you know robotic control going on in the, uh, in the engine area where you know they do it for precision and just cleanliness things like that uh, so that you know it's it's 100% accurate every time. Um, and uh, it's, that's not the only place, too. I mean, I mm-hmm. found out later that um, the leather is also hand-cut. I'm sorry, uh, leather is machine-cut no. and then hand-sewn. Ah. Now it is. It used to be all hand-cut, hand-sewn. Now it's machine-cut, hand-sewn. Mm-hmm. And that's just for, again, for efficiency, so they can get the most out of every piece of leather. Uh, it's not that they're you know scrimping on the materials or anything like that, of course. they're uh, They're just trying to make the most out of what they have.
4: Um, well, let's also take a second to point out, for those who don't know, uh, the Ferrari California is not made in California. No. It is made in a little town called Maranello. Oh, I'm butchering this so bad. That's all right. I guess it's my turn. Oh, <laughs> to I right, you take it. Uh, Maranello, Italy, and that is the Ferrari factory. And when I hear about this place, it sort of reminds me of Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It probably is. It probably is what
3: made you think of uh think of that though because um have you ever seen the photos of people working there
4: i've seen photos of the building i haven't seen the photos of the guys okay, are they, they are they all in uh like white no no uh, well white. close
3: they're wearing uh, they're all wearing ferrari red jumpsuits ah okay and uh, have very much the company look you know the uh mm-hmm. the you know the, the very uh well bright red of course ferrari red yeah um jumpsuits when they build these cars you know to maintain cleanliness and just Uniform appearance, I guess. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but it really, it's uh, like once that's the point where we're talking about where all the pieces come over to be assembled, right? right so, when they all comes together. So these these sub assemblies that are built elsewhere, and they come to the factory, and that's where they're hand assembled mm-hmm. piece by piece, and that's why it takes so long. It's, uh, it's it is a three week process. There's about thirty stations, and each one the car stays at for about a half an hour. And uh, if you, um, there's another line that produces uh, V12 engines because the California is a V8. Uh, there's another yeah. line that produces the cars that are uh, V12 cars. Uh, those cars stay on the, the assembly line for each station, rather, for about an hour versus a half hour. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the factory is kind of interesting. If you can catch the video of this at all, just, you maybe want to. And they say that it's uh, it's not a bad place to work, really. And according to this article, it says there's only one shift at the Ferrari factory. Uh, there's They don't work you know, yep. two or three shifts like uh, you'll find up in Detroit right. or you know wherever else they're manufacturing cars. Um, it's just that they, they work one shift. Uh, maybe that's part of the reason why it takes longer to build these cars. Um, you know, 8, eight a.m. to five p.m. And at five o'clock, it says that there's there's no rush to get out of the factory. It's not. It's like uh, everybody just kind of casually strolls out whenever they get out. And uh, it's, there's no, you know, I've got to get home and do this. I just hate being here. That type of attitude. It's it's um, it's it's just a nice place to work. Apparently, it's Italy. You don't have to be in a hurry. That's <laughs> true. It's yeah. Sort of
0: true. Here we it's have the, the European area. way, huh?
3: Maybe, maybe,
4: maybe it's only Italian. We're going to get some, I'm sorry, we're going to get some mail. No, that's all right, one.
0: that's all right. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
5: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.
2: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
4: Well, let's. Do you want to talk about the numbers for the Ferrari? Yeah, I do. And mm-hmm. there's some, a couple of uh, asterisks,
3: I guess, that we got to add to this. Yes. Is that, um, you know, they're they're talking about now that, and this is kind of a a hazy number here, as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned, because they never really outright say how many there are. I couldn't find a number for the Californias outright, but our writer uh, claims that there's probably about 8,500 cars a year. Mm -hmm. um being
4: produced right now 8500 which is quite a few and of those the ferrari california is about 2500 oh really okay approximately
3: okay yeah that sounds right about about 2500 a year that's right because they have many other cars that they build at the same Mm time um i don't have a list of the models right in front of me but i Mm -hmm. think there's four maybe five being Mm -hmm. produced right now so um right when we're talking so um um yeah, 8,500 cars a year. The problem with this number is that, although it sounds like not many, mm-hmm. it's cutting into the exclusivity of the Ferrari brand. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, why aren't they building a thousand a year? Why won't they just keep it, you know, minimal yeah. like it used to be? And if you want an example of how um, exclusive the Ferrari Club was at one point. Oh, I do. And I it do. kind of, you know what, it still is. I'll, I'll give them that. I think it still is. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, it's, I mean, Every every year, of course, there's going to be an addition of however many cars you you've built that year. Obviously, there's going to be some you know some that go away due to you know crashes. Some are sure. going to be used for road courses only. Some are going to be um, stunt cars and movies, museums. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. There'll be some that uh, just kind of well, some that are just forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, found hopefully decades from now. You know, in a barn somewhere. That Fingers kind of crossed. Cool. But, but uh, here, let me show you how exclusive. It used to be compared to now and why somebody might have the argument that, you know, maybe it's not quite an exclusive club like it used to be, that, you know, anybody can get one even other $200,000. Okay. Because the the California is $192,000, I think. Yeah. And that's without any extras, any, you know, additional features that you want to add. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ferrari's been around since 1947. That's when they first built their, or when Ferrari first built his uh, first road going cars. Mm-hmm. Um, now I have a list of production numbers from forty seven to two thousand one, and then I've got numbers that go beyond that. Um, you know, in between there's a gap, but I can tell you that you know now they're at eighty five hundred. Digging deep, man. All right, Na- nineteen forty seven. This is according to Ferrari Life, which is kind of an enthusiast site, mm-hmm. um, and i found these numbers elsewhere as well. You know, it's not just one place. Um, nineteen forty seven. The production number three. Three cars? Three cars. Well, they were just getting started. Three cars, yeah, exactly. It's uh, post-World War II, mm-hmm. uh, just getting there, just uh, just beginning. But, um, in fact, you can find a video of the first, the very first car online, a Ferrari, um, the first road-going car, which is still in existence. Uh, there's That's a guy that... Bananas. Ed That's Ed something, Ed, uh, starts with a W. Um, he lives out in Arizona, and he's got several, I think he's got a dozen cars that he's kept over the years. He's collected since he was 11, I think. Um, you can see a little YouTube video of him and the car. The car runs and drives and he's entered it in many events. Um, the guy's just standing outside of a barn with a bunch of old piles of junk around him, tractors Mm -hmm. and things. And he's got this Ferrari. The very first Ferrari road car in his garage. And he brings it out and he's like he's got a, you know, baseball cap on, scruffy beard, overalls. Not somebody you expect to be having the uh, the first Ferrari. He's he's owned it since 1968. I've got to ask,
4: Scott. Yeah. You say he started collecting cars when he was eleven? Eleven.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He traded and I thought you know what I I have this somewhere. I think That's he, so uh, weird though. Yeah, he started collecting his first it says um here's an article that I found online. Um his first acquisition was a nineteen twenty double speed uh, steam car that he traded two tons of hay for and he kept the double up until last year. So wow. he's, he keeps these a long time. But he has 12 cars, and they're all in different museums. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Ferrari, however, it was in his in his uh, barn. Um, and it's in pretty much, it says it runs strong. It, it looks good. It's in basically an original condition. So it's never been painted. Um, I think he put new gauges in it maybe mm-hmm. at some point. Okay. But everything else is all original. The thing looks uh, looks. Pretty amazing, pretty pretty authentic original. That, that's a heck of an advertisement. It, it really, yeah, no kidding. So no where where they go from three? Oh, from three. Let's see. We, we talked in 1947. They had yeah. three. All right, I'm just going to skip through the years here and mm. some of the milestones. But uh, by 1957, uh, he was up to 113. Okay. This that's is Enzo, Enzo that's, Ferrari production, yeah. right? Um, by 1970, it was like 928 broke the 1,000 mark in 1971, where the production went up to 1,246. Hmm. Um, in 1980, so 10 years later, production's
4: already up to 2,470. But by the time we hit the 80s there, the Ferrari was still what I would call a waiting list car, right?
3: Yes. You know, at that point, it was, and um, even more so now. And that's that's another thing we'll talk about in a moment. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, by the time they got to... Let's see. I think it was around the, the early '90s. It was like '94. I see here. Is the, the production was 2,671, and when they were breaking that 3,000 mark in '95, they were going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people. That's when a lot of people said, kind of spoke up and said, "What's going on? You know, why, yeah. why so many?" Um, and of course, the company wants to make money. The company wants to get their cars out there. They're fantastic cars, and if they're still built to the the standards that they they were always built, mm-hmm. uh, why not? I mean, I don't. I don't understand why they would do that. I mean, sure. of course, the people that own them want them to be exclusive, but and they're willing to pay for that. too. That's part of the brand. Yeah, exactly. And you're you're paying for part of that exclusivity in that you know it's a hand built car. It's very low production mm-hmm. numbers. Um, so then you can imagine what it was like, you know, in and in, um, 2001 when they're up to 4,305, and oh, uh, you yeah. know ready to ready to break into 5,000 the next year. Or they're even talking about 6,000 in the next few years. Which, as we know now, they've they've more yeah. than, well they've doubled that number. Yeah. Um, So, from 1947 to 2001, the total production, all Ferraris in the world, that Mm -hmm. have have ever produced road cars anyways, 96,699. So, uh, we're, you know, it's well above 100,000 cars at this point. Wow. Um, But, you know, again, we have to talk about the ones that have have gone away and, you know, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Just aren't aren't on the road.
4: As a point of comparison, we've got this in in the article, too. uh, The Ford F-Series trucks... In two thousand nine, yeah. Ford Company made more than four hundred thousand.
3: No kidding. So over
4: one year they made more vehicles than the entire four hundred thousand. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Ferrari run. Oh, they made they made four times as many yeah.
3: as uh, the entire Ferrari run. And that's from uh what, sixty three years ago? Wow Is that right? Am I right? Seventy three? To, 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 yeah. 63, yeah. 73. Something like that.
4: You know, I was raised with the calculator, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Yeah, let's just uh, leave it at that.
3: And um, So anyways, I mean, if you think that's th- – now, that sounds like a lot of cars, right? They built 100,000 like cars. cars. Well, I've got 2009 production statistics, and these come from uh, a place called OICA, O-I-C-A. Oica? I, I don't know if they actually say OICA or if they just say O-I-C-A. They probably
4: say O-I-C-A. It's, O-I-C-A. it's
3: been around from 1919. It's a Paris organization. It's the Organization Internationale des constructeurs de automobile you baffle me with your command of french yeah i know i sound a little bit like (laughs) peppy Pew, but um really it's been it's been changed now to international organization of motor vehicle manufacturers Mm -hmm. easier for me to say Mm -hmm. um you can find them at oica.net oica.net and uh, they get have production numbers from 1998 all the way through 2009 and very detailed production numbers by country by, by the number of cars commercial vehicles Uh, You know, a total of both, of course, and a percentage change from the previous year. Nice. So um, looking at the numbers here, and I've got them – I shuffled them uh, by the number of cars. And China comes out at number one for 2009. Uh, they produced 10,383,831 10, <laughs> 10, cars. Ten million cars. Ten million cars were produced in China, and uh, that's and that's not including the commercial vehicles, which are another three and a half million.
4: Dang.
3: Their total production was around thir- thirteen and three quarter million vehicles. So almost fourteen mil- almost million. Almost fourteen million vehicles. vehicles in China. And then, if you want to go up the list, uh, number two is Japan with. Uh, uh, seven point nine million uh, USA was number three on the list at five point seven million Germany five point two million South Korea at three point five million and it goes on and on up until about you know the fiftieth which is uh, Serbia you know where they have ten thousand vehicles so there's uh, there's you know, dramatic difference in numbers here and you'll see mm-hmm. see where the cutoffs are if you shuffle them different ways um, so total production for two thousand nine you ready for this here we go. This is the number of commercial vehicles and cars combined total. Approximate. Approximate. <laughs> Almost 62 million vehicles were built last year.
4: Where are we going to find 62 million people? 62 million parking spots. <laughs> oh, Even there better, you go. Yeah, you, 62 you million me. people's easy, but the yeah. parking spots, come on. So, uh, yeah,
3: a lot of people so get into cars. You're, you're talking about effort. 62 million cars on the road just last year, brand new. Now, you know, there's... Eight thousand five hundred Ferraris total mm-hmm. sounds like a tiny, tiny little drop in the bucket. Really, right? I mean, it's yeah. still. You're, so when you're talking about numbers like this, I'm, I'm trying to get to the point that there's still an exclusive club. You still, mm-hmm. I mean, I I kind of live near one of these places, near a a Ferrari dealership. I see them going back and forth, and that's it. I don't really know where they live, or you know, see them on a regular basis. Mm-hmm just the, you know, the maintenance vehicles or whatever you want to call them, right. you know, mechanics taking them for a ride, um, you know, test drive. That's uh, that's why I see them. But uh, I'd say it's still fairly rare to see a Ferrari on the road.
4: Absolutely. Fairly rare. Not I, not entirely in, in all areas, but fairly rare. And stop me if I'm stealing your thunder here, buddy, but one thing that we need to point out at this point is that need to point out at this point, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's all right. Let's just go with it. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, one thing that is very important to remember, when we talk about the exclusivity of a Ferrari in the modern era of auto manufacturing, if you look at the proportion or the ratio, then Ferraris are inherently more exclusive than they were before. You know what? You're right, because
3: overall worldwide production was much lower at that point when they are making 900 cars. Mm-hmm. Much, much lower. You could argue that it was 10 times lower. Sure. Which is, you know, what it is, it's 10 times the amount that it was then. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, maybe maybe it's staying paid, you know, just keeping pace with the rest of the world as far as production numbers go percentage wise. I don't know. We'd have to we'd have to really dig deep and find out the numbers from, you know, 1962 and find out uh, where they where they were then compared to worldwide production is where they are now compared to worldwide production.
0: Yeah. Let that me, would be
3: the only way to do it.
0: That's the only way. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors. Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen, and it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress.
5: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Let me ask you, though, what's your take?
4: Let's get a bit philosophical, Scott. Mm. What's your take on Ferrari's move toward more modern means of assembly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we've got this great part in the article where we learned that originally Ferrari's uh, workers who cast engine parts had to train for a long time. And I think that, what's our statistic? Now it takes about a week, a little more than a week or so.
3: Something like that. Um,
4: because of that automated assistance we were talking about yeah. with the robots yeah. and uh, with these Pieces of leather, for instance, being cut in other locations. Do you think Ferrari is losing something? You know, I, I think they do. Yeah, I think it does lose some of the
3: mystique, some of the uh, some of the the charm of the vehicle in that it goes away. That you know, every every bolt is not put on by hand and, and hand tightened. It's it's some of it's being well, the machine. You know, the uh, the engines being built by machine, mm-hmm. or most of it, anyways. I know some of that's still hand operation, but yeah, um, it's not the way that you know. The guy walks over to the parts bin, brings back you know eight pistons with him or twelve pistons with him, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know assembles the entire. You know, you know what I mean. It's n- it's yeah. just not grabbing each part, looking at each part in your hand, inspecting it, making sure it's correct, and then putting it in, tightening mm-hmm. it to spec, and then pushing it down the line to the next guy. It's not that way anymore. Um, now I know that the rest of the car is is very care. You know, they're very careful and they're very attentive to detail. But um yeah, I think just having robots involved in the process is is taking away something from the brand just a bit.
4: You know, you I, think, I, mean, I, yeah, I gotta say, you know, usually I'm much more of a futurist, I guess would be the word. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to something like this, the exclusivity, that sort of intangible quality of the the amount of detail and human effort put into building these machines, uh, I do think that there is something lost there, unless Ferrari is also making the robots. If the robots are handmade, then I feel like that. I don't that's know. A good... I don't think so. I don't think they're Ferrari they're not robots. handmade. They're, robots. No, they're not
3: Ferrari robots and they're not handmade robots. I don't think. You know what? Maybe they are handmade robots, but yeah. they're they're probably not Ferrari robots.
4: Here we go, Scott. And the Ben's uh, official business yeah, advice exactly. for Ferrari. No,
3: no, no. And I think uh, you know. I'm sure that there are other cars out there that are still completely hand built. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you know it takes a lot you know a lot longer than you might think. I mean, if you were talking about a an, you know an automated well, a combination automated hand-built assembly process that takes three weeks on a car, that's an awful long time compared to, you know, the, the number of, uh, well, F-150s that they're cranking Yeah, up. yeah. Uh, you can't build 400,000 F-150s by hand every year. You just can't do it. You don't have the workforce to do something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I'd, I'd argue that you can't build – 8500 Ferraris by hand each year. I think it's just too much. Yeah,
4: I think you're I think you're
3: right. No, it's just too much. I mean, they'd have to run, you know, three shifts like we we're talking about uh-huh. and then, then you're getting to the point where you know, maybe the working conditions suffer a bit and you know the people get tired
4: and And how do you source the materials because especially on the interiors, you know, we're talking very high-end mm-hmm. stuff. So it might be that these there's not enough of this material for some component of the vehicle to exceed a certain number. Per year. Could be. Oh yeah, you mean you're talking if they get up into the twenty thousand sure. mark or something yeah. like
3: that? Well, they're talking that you know it's going to go up to ten thousand mm-hmm. soon, um, and I I completely see that happening because if they're at eighty five hundred now, they're just going to continue to refine what they're doing right now. And of course, you know if you're cranking out cars that are worth two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you're going to want to build fifteen hundred more a year. Than than you currently are because what does that mean for you in
4: in revenue? It means a lot more. Yeah. Um It, it just it makes sense. But Scott, watch, watch as I shake my fist in, in <laughs> futile anger yeah, at right. the sky. Why won't the price go down? Yeah. Well, maybe they will. Maybe, maybe they will. Maybe
3: if uh, <laughs> if <the laughs> it's funny to say it, but if the market's flooded for with Ferraris, uh, <laughs> yeah, then maybe maybe the uh maybe the the price will come down. But you know what? If we look at the numbers like what we talked about it's just, it's just not going to be that way no it's not no. it's not going to be flooded with them there's still a low volume production facility and uh and i like it just the way it is
4: <laughs> yeah me too so yeah. if you are a ferrari owner uh never you fear your vehicle is still just as exclusive perhaps even more so than it was uh possibly when you bought it exactly and uh it just becomes more so with age mm-hmm. you know what this makes me think maybe in the future we could take a look at some uh, handmade cars. Oh, very good. Yeah, because there's a there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. There yeah. really are. I mean, more than you would think. More than you would think. Definitely more than I would think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, we'll find some obscure examples and, yeah. uh, and get them in here. Well, I guess that means it's uh, about time for us to head out. Right? Sounds good. Yeah, yep, sounds good. Um, of course, you guys already know about our Car Stuff Facebook. If you don't, please be our friends. We're awesome on the Internet. We're also on Twitter. Which is great Car
3: Stuff Car Stuff HSW Mm -hmm. And it's the easiest way to find us
4: And we also have a blog Where you're going to find All sorts of information That maybe didn't make it into an article sometimes yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes
3: yeah I've been using it mostly for uh, podcast updates and things like that but uh, yeah sometimes I'll throw some extra stuff in there I've, I've been adding a lot to Facebook and and Twitter here and there so taking up a little bit of the blog stuff
4: but we'll, we'll see how it goes yeah and do and our question for you guys uh, today is do you own a Ferrari do you want one we won't give you one but we would love <laughs> it if you sent us an email at car stuff at howstuffworks.com. <laughs>
1: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new High Speed Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage.
2: Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.